This is Maggie, and you're listening to Follow Your Spirit. Uh, when we talk to players, we like to get to know them a little bit in their first uh, appearance on the show. So let's let's start with your introduction to soccer. Do you remember that? Yeah. So um, I have a sister who's three years older than me, and she got into soccer at a young age. And um, I kind of just followed her footsteps, whatever she did. So um, naturally, I started playing soccer, too, and it was great just to have someone to kick the ball around with and play with so I started playing with her and I have a younger brother as well who's about three years younger so he kind of followed in line and started playing soccer at a young age too like I started when I was probably four Um, so it kind of just runs in the family and got started that way yeah very cool and what what was it about soccer that stuck with you um I think I just really enjoyed it and like I said having my sister and brothers to play with definitely um, helped and I think it's just what clicked naturally at a young age um, I don't remember games specifically but um, my mom was my first coach and just she just said I had a natural um, talent for it and so I think I just stuck with it and that's where I where I went with yeah. So you mentioned uh, before we hit record, you mentioned that you're from the Tampa area. Uh, you, you ended up being a Gator. What? What? Why'd you choose Florida? Was it? Did you like the local scene, or was there something about the university that that compelled you? So originally, when I was looking at colleges, I thought that I wanted to go outside of Florida and just um, experience another state, another area. And it wasn't until my club coach um, at TBU, Tampa Bay United, his name is George Fotopoulos, and his wife, Danielle Fotopoulos, um, who, if you follow women's soccer, you know, had a very successful career um, for the United States and played for the 99 team. She actually went to the University of Florida as well and um, did amazing there, and they just told me to try it out, go to a camp over the summer and see how I liked it. So, um, like I said, I had been looking at schools primarily along the East Coast in the Northeast and then went to a camp there over the summer and they liked me. I liked this school. I liked the way the team played and academically, University of Florida is, um, you know, one of the best. And that was a primary goal for me to go to a good academic school. So um, just the combination between athletics and academics um, was pretty perfect. You can't get better, much better than UF in terms of the way they treat their athletes. So yeah, um, what, I was going to Florida. What did you study? Um, business management. Business management. Very well. When, um, as you were, as you, at what points, whether it was going into college or towards the end of, uh, towards the end of college, when did you realize that you had the potential to go pro? Um, I mean, that's something I always wanted from when I was a little girl, you know, that was the goal. What do you want to be when you grow up professional soccer player? Um, but you know, I wasn't sure if the opportunity was going to be there for, um, women's soccer in the United States growing up because it had, you know, it's ups and downs. Um, but I think definitely in college, 
um, after my freshman year and seeing some girls I know that went into the league um, after my sophomore year, I definitely was like, you know, I think this is what I want to do. And um, my coach was all on board with it too. And just determined at that point I needed and wanted to graduate in three and a half years, but then I'd be ready to go into the draft after graduation and um, pursue soccer. Yeah, and uh, the the spirit took you uh, 29th overall. Uh, how was that feeling going into the draft? Um, it was a it was a crazy feeling, and I actually was there because I was um, in California for a national team camp at the time. So I attended the draft, and um, it was definitely a really intense environment, and you just really had no idea where you're going to wind up. Obviously. Um, I was hoping to go to the Spirit after being with them with the reserves the previous two summers and really having um, a positive experience. But just that unknowing sensation um, isn't really a fun one to have. So it was definitely a little bit stressful and nerve-wracking. But um, (laughs) I had my college coach, Becky Burley and George, my um, club coach, fortunately were there because there's the coaches convention. So it was nice to have some familiar faces there to be with me. And that definitely helped. Yeah. I mean, so you may, you know, you, you recalled being younger and, and something that a lot of uh, younger players experience was un- the uncertainty of whether there was going to be a professional league available to you when, when that time came. Uh, not only was one available to you, but I think plenty would argue that it's a it's a thriving and growing league. Uh, what's it like coming into that after growing up with some uncertainty on whether or not this would even be here? It's amazing. Um, I think it says a lot to where the women's game is going in our country and um, just the path that we're on now. Hopefully it will continue to grow and develop so that, you know, girls, who are young now will have an even better experience when um, it gets time for them to want to continue playing soccer professionally. But um, I'm just so thankful to all the women um, and, you know, staff and behind the scenes people who have put in work throughout the years to get the league to where it is now and um, just try to do my part to help grow it and raise awareness for women's soccer. Yeah. Um, Like I said, so it can continue to grow. I love telling people that I'm into women's soccer. It's like one of my favorite things. Like of 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 the things about of the, of my interest in life, if there was something that I definitely definitely favor in like trying to get into conversation, it's it's that I'm into women's soccer. Um, That's awesome. Uh, yeah, and and for a lot of the reasons that you just mentioned. Not that I was looking to play in the professional uh, in the NWSL, but um, I definitely appreciate the growth of the game and think that um, it the more people talking about it, uh, the, the the better chances it has of, of growing and allowing more opportunity for for uh, young girls and women to to come into the league um how was how was melding uh with this spirit squad and i guess the, the better question is uh what was maybe what maybe was a one of the bigger challenges in transitioning from college play to to pro um i have to say that i feel fortunate that i was drafted by the spirit and had the experience of playing with them for the reserves the two previous summers because while I was playing with the reserves, I trained every day with the pro team. So I was lucky in that um, 
the transition I felt like for me personally was a bit smoother than it normally is because I was familiar, familiar with most of the girls on the team. Um, and then I knew Jim and Denise from um, the summer before. So I was familiar with the way they wanted to play, um, how sessions were run and everything. So it kind of took out that unknown factor of not knowing how, you know, practices were run, not knowing the girls. So just that familiarity aspect, I think, helped me transition really a lot better. Um, obviously, when you're going up a level, just the intensity, physicality, quickness all increases too. So that would be the most, you know, glaring um, thing that was an adjustment. But when you're in the environment, I feel like um, the quicker you are able to adapt to that. But just the unknowns, not having to deal with that, I think helps a lot. Yeah, and uh, so I mean, you you had a spectacular season last year, and and a lot of the people, um, a lot of the fans, and a lot of uh, media in the community uh, all gave a nod to that multiple times throughout the Thank season. You. Yeah, of course. Um, you know what. What what is it about? Uh, it's something I'm always interested in uh, when it comes to soccer players. Is um, you know how how do how do you sort of find your fit on the on the pitch, right? So uh, you know, growing up, I'm sure you just sort of like you, I see little kids running around, right, kicking a ball, and they probably don't know what you know. How how do you find yourself to becoming a midfielder and then honing that skill? Um. I think for me, you know, growing up, I played all over the field. I think every single position, yeah. but um, I just feel I'm very comfortable with the ball at my feet. And not only that, like I want the ball at my feet all the time. So I want to be a player who's involved as much as I can be. And that is a midfielder. You know, I want to be involved in building the ball up. I want to be involved in the attack. And then I also, you know, know the importance of the defensive side and, want to be someone who can um, kind of be there for that role as well and then just try to dictate the game. So I think a combination of um, those elements kind of brought me to being a midfielder. And just like I said, I'd say the lead thing is just my comfort with the ball at my feet and wanting to be a playmaker in a sense and distribute the ball. Yeah, very cool. Um, Do you have a favorite Spirit Squadron chant? Oh, man. <laughs> I don't know. There's so many. Um, I will say I have a really fond memory of last year. It was one of our um, last home games, and um, I'm not sure what I did. Something got a corner kick or something, and then the squadron started chanting uh, um, one for me about um, like rookie of the year, yeah. even though I, I was, did not get rookie of the year. That was just um, really touching. And I will remember that. I feel like forever. It was a really cool moment. Yeah. Good. Well, um, you know, there was a strong case for that. Um, I, you know, so I, I, yeah, I don't, I, I think it was, a, I think it was a little more than just a chance, even if you didn't come away with the accolade at the end of the season. Um, yeah. The, on of the spirits, um, who do you feel like you have the most chemistry with on the pitch? <clears throat> hmm. um, that's a tough one. Um, I feel like 
just from playing with her for so long, I have automatic chemistry with Havana, you know, going to college with her for two years and then coming here. Um, that was comforting having um, built that base before in college. So I feel like we're on the same page a lot in terms of what we want to do with the ball and reading each other's um, movements, which is good. Um, and I feel like from a different line from the um, defenders of cell, I feel like we kind of know when she wants to play the ball and when I need to show. So it's good having um, her looking for me and us being able to connect in different lines. Yeah. Um, and then off the field, who do you, who do you have the most chemistry with? Do you feel? Um, pretty close with Ari. She's a good friend of mine. Um, she actually came and visited me in Florida off season for um, a good little while. So that was nice. Um, but you know, all of the girls, I can't say that there aren't people I hang out with. I think that's one of the good things about our team specifically is, you know, we're very inclusive and um, everyone is hangs out with everybody, which I really think is great. Yeah. You, uh, uh, who do you believe is an unsung hero on the team? Maybe someone who, uh, you know, isn't in the highlight reels or, or, um, getting, you know, their names in, in the media, but someone that's really contributing to this team's success. Um, I think I have to say, oh, it's hard. Um, I think Estelle is someone who, um, you know, I appreciate very much as a player and as a teammate. And um, just, I think it's great when you have a player that the way they play makes you want to play better for them. And I think she, you know, does that through the way that she plays. And she's um, very supportive and fair as well as, um, you know, smart in the way she plays and gives information. And I think she always, you know, gives it her best and um, is a strong person for us to have in the back line. And I think really important to the success of the team. Yeah. Very cool. We, uh, we love Estelle. It's yeah. I'm always I'm always tempted to call her my favorite player, but then I remember then I'm reminded of other players, and I'm like, ah, I'm not going to choose. But <laughs> Estelle's way up there. Um, yeah. Not only her play on the pitch, but she. I mean, I follow her on Instagram, and I'm like, man, you're just cool. She's <laughs> awesome. I know. I yeah. Know. Um, She's I, like that person where it's like, I wish I could be Estelle. <laughs> right. Yeah. Uh, so the uh, the spirit traveling to Utah. Um, this is a right. new, this is a new venue. Um, similar mm-hmm. squad coming out of that that you guys played with against Kansas City or in Kansas City last year. But uh, tell me, is is there any uh, what differences are there in going into a new venue? Uh, does it does it feel a little bit different? Is there a little is there a level of uh, unfamiliar and unfamiliar? Well, I cannot uh, my <laughs> enunciation is hurting me, but I think you understand where I'm going with this question. Yes. Yeah. Um, you know, I don't think so too much. Um, I know there's a group of us who have never been to Utah, so I think we're excited um, to go there. I know we're all super excited to play at the stadium. It looks amazing. Um, and hopefully it will be a great atmosphere. So, you know, at the end of the day, it's just another game. So I don't think we're going to get worked up in 
the where as much as just, um, you know, doing what we need to do and getting the job done. Yeah, what do you, um, you know, obviously you got plenty of training with the team itself, but what do you do personally to, to better yourself as a player? Um, I've always felt like watching video and film has helped me a lot personally. So um, that is something I do very frequently, um, you know, just to evaluate myself and just, seeing the game and circumstances um, as well as watching other teams for um, men's teams. I love watching soccer. So just kind of soaking in as much as I can and learning from other players as well, I think is really beneficial. Do you, do you watch film? Like, have you watched any Utah film to prepare for this week? Yeah, our team actually um, has watched some and I caught a little bit of their game last weekend as well. Okay, and I, I imagine that you guys all found a way to exploit and win win big. Um, <laughs> that's, that's the plan. <laughs> that's the plan. Uh, Maggie, at, at this point last year, and by this point I mean five games into the season, the Spirit uh, were had four points um, in in the standings. Uh, this season, five games in, they have five points. Not not too far off, but yet this year feels so much different. Um, do, yeah. do you do you feel that way in the locker room as well? Yeah, definitely. Um, I think it's unfortunate that we're only at five points, and I feel like, um, you know, our team thinks that we could be a little bit higher up there. But I think we're continuing to build week to week, which is exactly what we're looking for. And, you know, if we can keep this positive momentum that we have and that we feel, it will really benefit us going forward. But definitely in trainings and in the locker room during games, I think that there's more of confidence in us maybe than there was last year because we know we're putting in the work during the week and we feel, um, you know, like we're able to get the job done going into the game, which I think is translating into the way that we play. Okay. Um, and then one more before our fun final question. Um, what if if you weren't playing soccer, like if the league folded tomorrow and you just didn't have a place, to, a club to, to join? What would you What would you be doing in life? What What vocation would you pursue? Oh, that's a tough one. Um, well, I like I said, I majored in business at University of Florida, and. Um, I am very passionate about personal health and fitness. So uh, I've always been interested in opening up my own gym at some point. So, um, you know, maybe get after that. If I wasn't playing right now, um, do what I would need to do to kind of build toward that goal. Okay. Not to clear what specifically that would be, but yeah. that would be the idea. Well, hopefully you don't have to worry about that uh, for, for a while. Yeah, hopefully. So, uh, final question. Uh, each each season, we like to ask uh, the same fun question to each player to sort of see how how the 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 uh, answers differ or how they're similar. Uh, this season, um, the question is: Who on the team is most likely to be a spy? And you can interpret that however however you'd like. Ooh. most likely to be a spy. Hmm. 
see. I'm thinking. I want to put a good answer out there. Yeah, take your time. <laughs> um, I feel like I might have to say a Steffi. <laughs> Steffi, the Argentina <laughs> spy. Love it. Yeah. I have to go with Steffi because, you know, I feel like she kind of can fly under the radar sometimes because she's an international, but definitely could have some tricks up her sleeve. Okay. <laughs> I like it. Uh, Steffi, the uh, the international spy. I dig it. Uh, yeah. Megan, <laughs> <laughs> I, really pre- I really appreciate your time. Thank you for talking to me and to the audience. Yeah, We're looking forward to, to seeing you guys play uh, this weekend, hopefully coming coming back with three points. Sounds good. Thank you. Good talking to you.